Shooters Connection offers products for competition shooters by competition shooters. With over 80 years of combined competition shooting experience, Shooters Connection is staffed by master and grandmaster shooters who live the shooting sports every day. Every day. We offer same-day shipping. Shooters Connection also sponsors over 100 of your matches every single year. So when it comes to finding everything you need to compete as a beginner or a seasoned grandmaster, Shooters Connection is the only name you need to know. Online at ShootersConnectionStore.com All right, what's up, everybody? This is the Hit Factor Podcast, as you just heard, brought to you by Shooters Connection. Uh, if you are on all of our uh, YouTube or even on our uh, podcast apps, uh, hit the link, and that'll take you to, to Shooters Connection, and they'll get some numbers from us on that, so that would be great. Uh, speaking of Discord, uh, there are open spots in Discord. Jeff, the... the uh, mm-hmm. I guess I can't call him a communist Nazi because like that people get offended there. Uh, but I mean, he's a dictator. I don't know. I don't know what he is, uh, we, but he's, we don't he's, have to like, I don't have to be evil. It's just like, Oh, there's a hundred spots available. It's there's a hundred spots on. available. If you pay him, like you got to pay Jeff. Uh, us, so. us, it's us, <laughs> it's us, but the money goes to Jeff and I, I don't, I haven't seen any of that yet. So, so do that. Go on discord. Uh, the discord actually is pretty fun. Uh, for the people who are on there or have not been on there, uh, I've been enjoying it. It's it's kind of a nice like it's it's kind of nice to have like a room like with a bunch of people, but it's still private somewhat, if that makes sense. Whereas like social media, everything like it's a hundred percent public, so it is you yeah. know get on there and and Jeff likes to bash everybody that he doesn't like and stuff. Uh, so that's that's really good. Yeah, that's uh, all I do. I just get on there and bash people. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Travis is getting uncomfortable. We don't need to talk about that. <laughs> no, in, in reality, like every, I post in there like almost every single day what I'm training, like what I did in dry fire. If I live fired, I talk about what I live fired, talk about the focus, uh, talk about how it went. If it went really shitty, I talk about that. Yeah. I mean, I post in there what is going on with me shooting wise almost every single day. So. Yeah, and that go. like that the training part of it, like the training room part of it, like I think there have been a lot of people that have seen a lot of good benefits from that. Like they're like they're motivated to like work out, like they haven't been working out, and like Jeff's like Jeff's on there, and like people like post like they're just kind of getting back into working out, and Jeff's like super like positive and like encouraging, and I'm <laughs> I I, I kind of come in there and I'm I'm not that uh like so you kind of get both sides of the coin but jeff is jeff is great about being like super great at like like he's like encouraging so like i think that's been motivating for a lot of people yeah uh which is cool very cool uh also uh like comment and subscribe on our on our social media on youtube if you are listening we will try to respond to everything uh that we see and we can if we if you've commented and we haven't responded we probably just didn't see it uh so we will try to do that um speaking of the discord this is the episode like everybody's been waiting for uh Mm -hmm. we finally have the conclusion results of our speed reloading contest uh and so with us tonight if you guys have not seen it's myself jeremy reed uh i am let's see i'm supposed to say like i'm supposed to like we're supposed to like give our titles but uh, I think I'm M class. I'm a. I think I'm a sixty percent M class in production. Uh, and then we have Jeff Cotton, who I don't know how you want to introduce yourself, Jeff. 
Um, uh, I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't have a okay. title, really. Great. Nothing good. Uh, and then we have, like, the legendary Travis Tomasi is joining us once again. He is, <laughs> yeah, IPSC, like, World Shoot winner, uh, Nationals winner. Uh, and more importantly, like, he is, like, the reload king. Like, it doesn't matter who you are in USPSA. Ah. Travis Tomasi is the go-to, like, the best reload in USPSA. And so we couldn't let him Too compete. Nice. We could not let him compete in this contest because then nobody would <laughs> nobody would have entered it. But he was kind enough to come back on and be our judge. So he has slaved away looking through everybody's videos. Uh, and he has determined the winner of the show. So I'm going to turn it over to you a little bit, Travis. So like we, it was just one. We were just going to have one winner. And then looking through the videos, you kind of – you, you wanted to change the rules a little bit, which is ended up there's multiple winners. So explain a little bit about that. Yeah. Hey, guys, thanks for having me on, by the way. It's, it's an honor and I always enjoy it. Uh, so it became apparent looking at our at our entries that uh, you had. Half of the group was doing a reload where they're changing the mag and dropping a spent mag and reloading a new mag. And then the other half of the group was simply loading and not managing the mag catch and the mag release and dealing with a, a mag in the flight path, if you will. Mm -hmm. So I thought, you know, it is, it is a little bit different. So why don't we, why don't I take a look at who's the best at this and who's the fastest at that. And uh, that's kind of what I came down to separating it into two, basically two exercises, if you will. Yeah. So nice. I'm curious, did you, cause like, I mean, we're seeing all these, like all the submissions of these videos, like they get submitted and stuff and you're sitting there looking, it's like, well, that looks really fast. And then you look at this one, it's like, well, that one looks really fast too. Uh, I'm glad I don't have to judge this because I have no idea. How oh. to, like there's not a timer, right? We specifically no, no. said no timer, no part time. So are you sitting there with a, are you slowing it down frame by frame or using like a stopwatch and like seeing, figure out who's the fastest or is it just like, that looks really fast. I want to go with that. Yeah. So that's a great question. Cause how do you quantify something like exactly. this? Exactly. Right. You don't have the shot timer. You don't have yeah. a live round. And I do have, I spent quite a bit of time doing remote training. So, uh, I have software that I analyze people's techniques and I can slow it down and okay. it gives me a, yeah, it gives me a pretty close to an approximation, but I will say guys, this was tough. This is a hot seat. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm glad it wasn't me. Yeah, no, <laughs> no, no, and and they were and we had some, you know, we had some really close. They were really close. It was tough. It it, it was tough. Oh yeah, but it's it's you know at some point during the at the at the end of this you have to come up with a come up with a list and uh, obviously right. some of it is a little bit uh, subjective. Sure. Yeah. 100%. yeah right. So yeah, and that's so what part was of like, it. And uh, what was yeah. your like judging criteria? Did you just like go? purely off speed or are you like looking at people's form and being like, all right, well that was freaking clean. So more points for that. So I kind of, so I have to admit, I took off my instructor's hat for a little bit here. Mm -hmm. And instead of like looking at it, like what would I fix or what would I want to change? I looked at it in terms of, um, a, I prioritized speed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Speed was a big, you know, was a big part of it. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. I also, a little bit of style as well. <laughs> There you go. And uh, yeah. And uh, attitude. I don't, yeah. know, I don't know how I could. <laughs> oh, I love it. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, you know, some attitude in there. And so, but, but it really, in the end, I think it came down to, to, to speed and efficiency. Yeah. 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 Cool. And it's, I'll tell you guys, you know, having done this back in, I probably started this in the mid 90s. And uh, back then, it wasn't really something that you did. You didn't sit, you didn't stand there all day and, and do these speed reloads in your house. And it felt a little bit of a, like a solitary endeavor. I didn't yeah. have anything to like, right? I mean, I didn't have YouTube or social media, certainly wasn't posted on there. And you really, where it paid off is in matches to some extent. But when seeing people, today that is so much more popular and that they're putting, they're investing this time into it. I think it's, it's pretty cool to see. I think we could argue that in terms of uh, how, you know, how beneficial is the match points, maybe it's not the most beneficial aspect that you could be investing your time in, but it, it is cool to see people doing what I went through back then. And uh, it's just, it's just fun to watch and to see them putting in that effort. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we need to link Jeff. If you, if you're smart enough to link like Travis's, like his reload that's on YouTube has had, I don't know, it's like millions of views now. I think like it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's a bunch yeah. of, we need to link that, uh, in this episode. Uh, so like, like what was, cause that was like the video that I'm thinking of was the, like you do the mag change and then you catch the, the mag that you, the spent mag, like in the air on the way down. Right. Uh, I mean, that was kind of like, that's the one that I think of. So what, like talk us through like making that video and at what point were you like, I think I can catch this. So maybe that'll make a cool video. Yeah. So uh, Jeremy on that one. So I, you know, I got to tell you, I think I saw like Phil Strader and JJ do that first. Okay. And, and yeah. And at the time, uh, at the time I, I gave it a few, you know, I tried a few reps and it wasn't happening. Yeah. <laughs> <And I'm> like, <laughs> I was sort of like, you know, well, there's not a whole lot of uh, return on investment on this anyway. So I kind of let it go. And then, and then later tried it out and it, and it, and it happened, just kind of happened. I was able to catch it. And then, and then kind of along that same line, I'm looking at the mag in my hand after I caught it. I thought, what if you caught it in a manner that allowed you to go back to the gun and create like this, this, this loop? Almost uh-huh. like a recycle, which is completely as zero uh, beneficial <laughs> any type of uh, practical application. Yeah, but it's cool. Um, it's like it's all get out. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I thought exactly. So that's kind of where where that came from, and and just you know at the same time I was testing a new magwell too. So I'd been doing quite a bit of volume uh-huh. and and really getting on the gas, like really trying to find the what I call V max, which is the the the, the, the uh, maximum velocity that your mag draw can go sort yeah. of like a, the limit of human function type of deal, you know, which in a way the mag draw is really a determination. It kind of determines how determines how quickly you can get a reload completed mm-hmm. in a way that aspect to it. So uh, I was really focused on that and that just kind of uh, that came about, but that's, yeah, that was fun. Oh, yeah. it's awesome. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it's great. It's, it's iconic. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would. I think that's. A, I think that's appropriate. Uh, yeah. Okay. So is. enough making Travis is turning red. Like we're enough making him blush. <laughs> I'm blushing. Uh, all right. So, uh, so you got two categories. Uh, however, you want to. Do you want to like go like top? You said you had top three in each one. I did. Y- yes, sir. I have top three. We could. 
Would you want me to go from like third to first? Yeah, let's go third to first. Okay, awesome, guys. Let's start with uh, the reload first. The one with the, they started with the mag in the gun? Yes, thank you. Okay. Exactly. Yep, exactly. Number, this was tough. Man, this was tough. These were really close. I mean, it could change. It could literally on the, the time of day, I could change it. But, but I have, but Travis, yeah. Travis's word is gospel here. Like he is the reload king. And yeah, so like yeah, whatever yeah. Travis says, like there's no arguing this. Like it is absolute. Right. Yeah. And I'm, like I'm it. actually like going to, I'm going to drop, <laughs> I'm actually going to like drop these placements in the discord as Travis says them. Oh, so that's awesome. We're going to awesome. go straight into the discord from here. So which category was this? Very Sorry. Good. So this is the mag change or the reload. I would say maybe mag change since we're, they're dealing with two mags. Two mags, okay. Or however you, yeah, two mags. Okay, so it's a starting starting mag. All right. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And we're going third place first. Yes, number three. We don't have a drum roll, but you can imagine one. Yes. Number three, yes, is potato for hire. Oh, right. potato for hire. Yes. Yes. Announced. He made it look good. Well, he was fast. That's good. Yeah, I don't, so I I don't know number, who, yeah. Hell yeah. Okay. I don't know right. his first name. Yeah. No, we don't either. Okay. We don't. <laughs> okay. Number. Okay. Here we go. Number two, guys. Woo. Pins and needles here. <laughs> number two is, is a Headland USPSA. All okay. Right. Yeah. He looked good. He yeah, looked he, really good. Yeah. Sharp. This was fast. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. And high All overall. Right, so first place. This gets a hat. Okay. This one gets the- a hat. Okay. Awesome. Yep. Number one, Ryan Barnes. Oh, awesome. All right. Yes. Man, I'll tell you, he's been working hard too. Oh, yeah. He like he was like he submitted like a hundred videos. Like he kept deleting them and then submitting a new one and delete one. He's like, I took I took a hundred thoughts wow. of this other one. Uh, so I mean he <laughs> awesome. was in there. I mean, he was he was working on it from day one. Uh, so, oh man, I love that work ethic. Oh yeah, the funny thing is, I didn't because Ryan and Potato for Hire they kind of look the same, and their <laughs> reload motion is actually pretty similar. Very similar. Like they grab the mag the same and stuff. And so, yes. Like so, I saw their videos and they were kind of posted like on separate days. I'm like, wait, you've already posted a video. And then I go back and look. It's like, oh, that's a different person. That's right. And this is a different person. Uh, it took that's me. A, a, it yeah, took me a while fa- to figure it out. Yeah, and the facial hair and everything. That's a good. Yeah, that's an astute observation, my friend. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that's they were both they were both gunning for it, uh, big time. So that's that's good. Good for you, Ryan. Wow. We got it. Jeff will have a hat coming to you at some point. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Oh, great yeah, great work, guys. Here's and the again, hats. yeah. Here's oh, those are cool. I can't wait it. to get one. I hope I can get one. Yeah, oh, yeah, we got, we got one. one. We don't want your head getting sunburned, Travis. One. I appreciate that, guys. I need all the help I can get. <laughs> one for each category, and then we're also going to send one to Travis. So, And that will conclude the first run of hats that Hit Factor has done. Yeah, so those will be wow. – we'll be able to get those again. And I like it. All right, here we yeah, go. Yeah, okay. So that concludes our uh, our reload mag uh, – the mag change anyway. Yep. And so let's move on to uh, the load. Ooh, this was competitive. Very, very competitive. Some, yeah. We had some really good 
Yeah, this was this was this was hard. I might even have some notable mentions on here. There were a couple of sporty guys in. Uh, oh man, very, this one. very sporty. They had, had good looking technique, good hand speed. Um, yeah, absolutely. Let's let's start with number three. Okay. I'm gonna go with Scott. Yep, oh, Scott. Scott's number three. Okay. Yes. Yes. All right. Blazing. Oh he yeah. Blazing. Great. Great young man. Um. Just fantastic coming up so fast. Yeah. Yeah. He's and, really, uh, he's really, I mean, he's been good for, for a while, but he's really, he's really stepping up his game here. I just he made really top is. 10. Uh, he was seventh at single stack nationals this year. Uh, that's yeah, right. So he's, he's picking up his game a lot. That's right. He really is. And boy, he's, he's fast. That, that mag change was, uh, it was awesome. Yeah. Proud, proud of him. His, uh, he's putting in the effort. Uh, number two. This gentleman right here, and I'm not going to quantify it with the with the platform that he was using, okay? Because I don't want to take anything away from the speed. That is none other than Jeremy. Oh, that is that is too <laughs> All kind. All right. No, that was fantastic, my friend. The whole and I got it. Okay, so it the the amount of style and panache <laughs> in that video. <laughs> The 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 uh the the tank top, the sweatband, uh the music. I think it might even been like classic music. But you're, oh yeah, you yes. Oh man, and I saw some weights, so that's gonna obviously yes. you know that's gonna resonate with yeah. me. I'm a man of the iron. Yeah. So, <laughs> and that that was absolutely blazing. And it's funny because you'd put out some like some trailers for this. Where you just bang and you're banging the rim, and I don't think people. I think it went over their head. It was tongue in cheek. It was awesome, but people were like, you know, like trying to critique you. I'm like, man, he. I've seen him reload. (laughs) He's doing that as a joke. Come on. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, like you know, if you're going for raw speed, like like just pure speed, like you're gonna miss a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. That is the truth. That is the truth. I don't know if y'all y'all have ever been there, but I remember shooting an indoor match one time, and um, I went for like a full throttle reload, and I missed the entire gun in the mag <laughs> and it bounced off the wall <laughs> in a match. I've oh definitely. I, oh, I don't know if I've done it in a match, but I've done it in dry fire. That's for sure. Yeah. Dang. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That video was. That, I was very. It was amazing. The whole thing. And and like I said, I'm not going to quantify it with the fact that you're using an honest to goodness John Moses Browning oh, single yeah, stack. Right, right. And if if you you know if if you're listening and you never tried to do a reload uh, as fast as Jeremy's doing it in that video with a single stack, then you don't really you don't really have an appreciation. Yeah, I mean it was it was fun. I I mean I had fun making it. Uh, I spent too long trying to make that video. Uh, so like so the the music in the background was I went on YouTube and I just go I just like searched for like patriotic music, and so like I was went I was trying I wanted to have like something like really like really patriotic, you know like God bless America or something like that. Well, you end up sitting there for like 10, 15 minutes trying to do this reload, maybe right. long, probably longer than that. And so then you don't know what music is going to be playing whenever you hit that load. And so what was playing was not exactly right. like, you don't exactly think God bless America as soon as you heard that. Uh, but it is, it is what it is. Uh, it's funny. Now, now from my perspective, outside perspective and seeing it, when you crush that load and then you show the bottom of the gun to the camera, there's like this crescendo in the music. 
It oh, is like yeah. perfectly timed. Yeah, perfectly I'm like, edited. did he do that yeah. on purpose? It was awesome. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna nail I'm gonna nail the load right here. And yeah. then I'm gonna show yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, <one>. exactly. <laughs> yeah, no, I had, that was yeah, fun. Yeah. I, I had fun with that one. Uh I, the weights I are purely it. props. I don't know how to pick them up, but the weights are okay. purely props. <laughs> Okay, but it definitely resonated with me. So did the sweatband. I think it was maybe I don't know the color. The band, the band in the tank matched too. Yeah, so it was actually was pretty- the it was the sleeve that I cut off of that shirt for that video. Oh, even better. <laughs> oh yeah, even better. That's yeah. like Rambo. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's even better. <laughs> you got to know your audience, right? Like, like yes. Travis is going to be judging this, so I got to do whatever it is that's going to impress Travis. It worked perfectly. Good. Good. I'm glad to hear it. <laughs> oh, shoot, guys. Oh, man, we're coming down to number one. All right. This, this is a big is, one. This is a big one, guys. I'm nervous. I'm just like, <laughs> um, okay, here we go. The none other than world famous, the man with unbelievably fast hands, Mr. J. Beal. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, yep. I think whenever Jay entered the contest, it was kind of over at that point. Uh, <laughs> He's a ringer. He's like, a ringer. I mean, like, it, yeah, his his hand speed is just simply incredible. It's ridiculous. It's it's, it's inhuman. Yeah. yeah, it's unreal. It, it really is. I mean, I, oh man, I don't know. I just, I, it, it's 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 uh, it's a pleasure to watch the man work. He's such a cool guy and. I've always wondered, like, uh, I never got to hang out with Jay, but if he actually, like, plays guitar, I just right. think him, would, he would shred. Yeah. Yeah, you know or drums. Yeah, dr- like his or hands drums. be with oh. drums. Oh, he'd be so good. Yes, yes. <laughs> That's a, I don't know why that comes to mind, but I could just think he could take it to another place. Yeah, I'd like be fine he does, if, if he quit shooting and went and played drums so we don't have to compete against him. That'd be fine. It, that would be perfectly fine. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And I'd buy his albums, I'll tell you what. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> it's awesome. It, it, Jeremy, you were talking about uh, that video where I caught the mag and put it back in. and uh, it, it was really cool because I, I think it kind of sparked Jay. Because mm-hmm. Jay... Uh, and Jay took it to, in my opinion, he just smoked me. He took it to a completely different level. And I feel honored. If you, if you could spark him and then he he puts his touch on it, yeah. it's just incredible. Yeah. It's, yeah, I love to see that. Yeah, he's, I mean, he's such a unique, a unique talent in our sport, I think. Uh, and such a Great cool, comp- like you said, I mean, I mean, Jay and Travis are so similar, right? Like, like they're, as far as like, like just such like these like overly like kind not overly. That's a. That's not the right, the best word. But like, just super kind. Like, like just yeah. like just really great people that are just like fun to talk to, fun to be around always. Uh, yeah, yeah. So that's that's cool. The J one. I appreciate uh, that, and I do think sometimes it is overly <laughs> for me. Am I anyway? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. That's awesome. That yeah. that was fun, and it was cool to see. Yeah, for sure. So okay, I gotta ask. Like, where did? Uh, where did our buddy old Jeff Cawthon rank in the the reload contest? <laughs> Why would you I ask actually that? have I have Jeff? Yes, so I have him as a notable mention. Okay, because Jeff his his technique and his uh, efficiency and smoothness. He had no antagonistic muscle tension. Jeff, you looked you looked terrific. Oh. <laughs> you looked awesome, and I wanted to give you a notable mention. 
And at this point, you're you're clear. You could you could apply more throttle. Oh, thank you. And, and it was just <laughs> yes, <laughs> dude. You you looked really good. What gun? You you wouldn't believe the ahead, uh, the the shit they gave me in the Discord when I posted that. They're like, "Where's the bloody knuckles and the the effort and the the rage, man?" <laughs> No, they were not pleased. There wasn't any rage. No, they were they were not <laughs> pleased. They were very disappointed yeah. in my entry. Oh man! Well, which which gun were you using for that? The Canic. Okay, was it okay? Nice. Yep. Yeah. So it That's is a I production figured. gun. He's not. Jeff's never shot with like a limited gun, like big, huge Magwell twenty eleven mag, like. I think that oh, would actually man. be good for Jeff, like from a speed standpoint, because like the there's so much more margin for error. Uh, he would he'd be able to work on just speed without having to worry about hitting the load. I agree completely. Absolutely, you could take like a little break and do that, and and, and work on. I call it velocitization. It's 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 acclimatizing to a new new velocity, I and got, so yeah. you could just get in there, yeah, and step on it. And um, it's so much easier. All right, like like Jeremy said, there's more leeway there. Um, so I think you would enjoy it. We sh- we should. I mean, I'm not going to sign Travis up for this. We should have like live lessons, like come out every month with Travis and Jeff, just working on like his reload speed and see if like how long it <laughs> awesome. takes for like Jeff to get like a really fast reload. I like it. That'd be awesome. <laughs> I would totally be into that. Dude, at at this last, uh, Jeff, you need to velocitize your hands. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly, velocitize. <laughs> no, at uh, at this last uh, major I went oh, to no. with uh, with John Luke up in South Dakota at Great Plains, uh, I was like dry firing before the before the match that morning in the hotel room, and I I like did a reload, and he was like, "Dude, I think that was faster than your speed reload challenge entry." <laughs> It's like what? Come on! <laughs> Probably was. Uh, well, thank you, Travis, for for doing that. Uh, that was that was a lot of fun. Just like having the competition, uh, but then actually getting to have you like come on and talk about it and and be involved with it uh, really made it. It made it a lot cooler than just if Jeff picked winners. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I think it's like the main reason people even wanted to participate, honestly. Oh, for sure. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Oh, you're too nice, guys. I appreciate <laughs> it, though. But I, I just feel honored that you'd ask me. So I, I, it was fun. Yeah, I was I was yeah. actually, I mean, like when Jeff said, yeah, I got Travis to be our judge. I was like, really? Like, that's awesome. <laughs> that's going to be great. I was, I was, I f- figured you were going to be too busy, but uh travis is man of the people he's never too oh. busy oh yeah he made time for us thank you travis <laughs> thank you <laughs> all right so moving on from the speed load contest uh travis and i shot nationals a few it's been a few weeks but i haven't been able to, to be on to, to talk about it uh and and jeff had a match that same weekend wasn't it was it the same weekend jeff that uh, you yeah. shot great plane yeah yeah, I think so. Yeah, so Great Plains was That's the same right. weekend. Um, mm-hmm. It's a little like it's a little weird for me because I've already shot Area One too. So like, Ooh. like I had to digest what happened at Nationals, uh, which probably was probably good. That I didn't come on like two nights after I got home. 
uh, <laughs> but then had to like, I, I have like another match that like I've digest, like I've already switched to limited and like, like I've got another match to kind of digest. Uh, right. But um, so Travis, just, just as far as the match, what did you think? We're going to ask Travis cause Travis is going to give like all the positives uh, of nationals okay. first. Uh, I'll then, try. <laughs> and then I'll, and then I'll talk about nationals. Uh, so like just the match yeah. itself, like, like for the people who weren't able to shoot it, like, what did you think of the match uh, and how it was set up? It was, I'll just say, like, it was in Talladega, Alabama at the uh, the CMP marksmanship uh, range. It was shot over two days. And I think we shot, did we shoot 15 stages? Am I remembering correctly? Yeah, I think that's right. 15. That yeah. sounds right. I think it was 15 yeah. stages, like three, right at 300, yeah. 310 rounds uh, for the match. That's right. So, so with that yeah. out of the way, like, what, what did you think of the match, Travis? Well, I did. I did think that it was a pretty good balance in terms of uh, in terms of skills tested. You know, we 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 even had a somewhat of a standards out there. Mm-hmm. Um, we had some strong hand weekend. Uh, there was a little bit a little bit of uh, you know more difficult shots and some some positions that maybe forced forced you to to come close to using the full mag. Yeah. And uh, yeah. And and there was some speed in there. I thought overall it was a decent balance. Um, yeah, that, that would be my my uh, my impression of it. I, I, I was I was I was pleasantly. Um, you know, I, it was pretty good, I thought. Yeah. As a whole. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Were, I, there, I, were there uh, any stages that that pushed you like physically, like to like where you had to have increased mobility or, or being athletic would have, would have pushed you a little bit. There were several big stages at that match. There were, there was quite a bit of movement in a few of those 32 rounders. Were they 32? I imagine. I mean, they were 30, 30, they were up in 30, 30, 28 to 32 range. Yes, exactly. Quite, quite a bit of movement, several positions. And, uh, you know, there was, I think it, in terms of mobility, uh, there was a low port, but it wasn't very low, if I'm remembering right. It was it was a Rob Latham friendly low port. Yes, right. thank you. Perfect way to describe it. <laughs> Rob would have loved it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It, but there was a lot of movement. There was a uh, stage one was all steel field course, mm-hmm. which was which was interesting. Uh, there was a lot of poppers sitting behind other poppers, overlaid, whatever you want to call that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and. I didn't think particularly there was anything too difficult. Um, no, like I, I mean, they, the, I mean, I thought overall the the match was very. It was a challenging match. Like it was, it was on the harder side uh, for what we normally see. Um, that's, I mean, that's kind of my impression of it. There were lots of movers, which which yes. were which are fine. But there were lots of movers and right. and a lot of them that were like they weren't like you didn't have like full target like they were partially covered there was some time there were several timing places right. to try and figure stuff out timing wise um this was different than last year's low cap nationals in that last year's low cap nationals was very little movement um i mean it was and the it was very simple shooting this was the the bottom half of these the stages on the bottom half they were there were several big stages mm-hmm. um that that required yeah. you to move move quite a bit, um, which I I, th- I was I, I was pretty happy with that. I thought that was good. Uh, the all steel stage was that was a that was a booger of a bear stage because like I mean it was 
was 24 rounds. And I would say probably eight of those were big poppers and all the rest of them were mini poppers. Yeah. And a lot of those were in that 15 to 20 yard range. Yes. And so like, it's one thing to hit like one or two of those at that distance, but to hit like 10 or 11 or 12 of those in a stage. Yes. uh, When you don't have a lot of extra rounds, like that's tough. Um, That's really tough. And Travis crushed it. Yeah. Like Travis crushed that stage. I, my friend, I have a video shooting that and I'm shooting so slow. I didn't even post it. <laughs> really? I mean, it, yeah, I just so boring. It's just, boring. Yeah. I'm just aiming. Yeah. yeah. You, you won yeah, that aiming stage and working the trigger. You won that stage by like 20%. Yeah. Travis. Oh, I don't know, but it's just, just, you know, no pickups or whatever, but, yep. but I mean, to your point, wait, like going into that, I was like, this is a really high disaster factor. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, we could be doing static loads out here all day. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah, but, for sure. Yeah. That was, I think you, you summed it up really well. I mean, it was, uh, that was no cakewalk. No, no, that one was tough. And then you, and they had, they had a standard stage, like you said, which is, which was cool. Like I, I wish all nationals had a standard stage. Like I, I love that. Just have like, this is a pure shooting. Uh, you have a part time, so it's going to force your time. Uh, and what this was, there agreed. Were, yeah, there were four targets uh, basically spaced at 20 to 25 yards from the rear box, and you had seven seconds to engage each target twice, mandatory reload, and engage each target once, strong hand only. Um, which, if anybody's done much part-time shooting, like just getting all 12 shots off and hitting the target at that distance is, is really like as tough. Uh, really and then, tough. And then you move forward to I think 15 yards, uh, and did the yeah. same thing, but the after the mandatory reload, it was weekend. Um, and I don't think I'm pretty sure Rob Latham won. Did he win the stage? No, he didn't win the stage. Well, oh, my buddy Bob it, Crow won the stage. Uh, at least okay. in single stack. I, I didn't. Yes. I, I don't know about uh, L10, but I'm pretty sure he won it I, in single stack with a 97. Wow. Okay. Mason, I think had like a one Oh three. Oh, did he really? Yeah. Oh don't quote God. me. It was a, it was a phenomenal run. If he, uh, yeah. if he shot over. Yeah. That's, that's kind of, incredible. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. I'm looking it up. Yeah. It was awesome. Stage what stage was it? You know, he shot. Yeah. He shot a one Oh three. That's stage 15. Okay. He shot a one Oh three. Uh, Todd Jarrett had a 93. Travis Tomasi had an 82. Yeah. Um, and yeah. when I was going into that stage, yeah. I was like, man, like anything over 80, is going to be good. Yes. Like 85 is going to be like really good. Um, I ended up with an 80. Yeah. That was our first stage on the second day. Uh, was it? Yeah. Our first stage on the second day, I shot an 88 on it and I got, awesome. I had all my hits except one. And that was freestyle at 25 yards. Uh, but I had a whole lot of deltas. That's why Same I, here. I got all my hits, but only, but, but, all but one hit, uh, and the score the score is only eighty eight. Is a lot of deltas, uh, but that was like there was. I mean, Nils, uh, he still shot. I think he still shot an eighty eight. But he at the back, he shot all eight shots and did his reload. He said, and I missed. He missed every single target. Strong hand. Uh, he, didn't, he didn't hit us. He still had an eighty eight, but he didn't even hit. He didn't even hit the Dang. target. Strong hand. Uh, and so like, I mean, that was just the time pressure that you were in. Like if you yeah. reloaded and like stronghand that site, if it didn't appear in the middle of target right away, you were really hurting. Like you were in trouble. You weren't going to, you weren't going to make it. Yeah. Uh, really? 
Hmm. So that, that I, yeah, and I like I like those stages. Like they're, I agree. I'm not great at them. Like I don't, I haven't traditionally done well mm-hmm. at them. But I, I think they have a place in our sport and in our matches. Um, so I, I like seeing those. Yeah, I agree. It was refreshing to have something like that again. Yeah. And even though I wasn't, I honestly I wasn't prepared for it. I didn't really practice that, but still, I, I would like to see it more often and actually train for it and. Yeah, uh, I think it's something. It's a skill we need to have. We need to yeah. be able to on the spot yep. do that. So on the spot, yeah. be able to draw and hit stuff. Uh, exactly. And, and and the part time says like you can't just like it does kind of make it so that you can't just hit A's at the pace that you're comfortable. You have to hit A's at at the pace that you have to go. And sometimes for some yeah. people, it's a decision. Like because like you could honestly like you could you could have not shot a single shot strong hand only. Right. And if you had just drilled A's in seven seconds, four A's at 25 yards, then like you would have been ahead of the game just about. Absolutely. And that was interesting with that because of that part time, you had people, you know, coming up with a strategy that way. Mm-hmm. And Jimmy, like you said, I mean, if you take seven seconds to shoot freestyle all A's, which is doable. Oh, yeah. But there's this there's this little, you know, this little thing in the back of your mind saying, yeah, but I could hit the load. And get you know get back on their strong hand. So I I really thought you know I was glad it wasn't a slower part time and it actually presented that that yeah. dilemma that yeah. that challenge that was pretty cool. Yeah, that one was good. Uh, the other thing really they good. did at the match that I liked is they forced um, they forced some strong hand shooting by using ports where you had to That's pull right. a rope down uh, and then you had to basically hold that port open with your with your weak hand and then shoot through it with your strong hand. Uh, so I really a, like that. Yeah, they had two. They yeah. had that in two stages. Um, two stages. That's right. I liked it, except that on the second one, I had one of my better stages of the match. But when I went to pull the rope, like I hit it with the back of my hand instead of grabbing it. Oh. Like, and so then I, I'm in the middle of the stage, and this this thing, this rope with the wood on it, is just like swinging up in the air. I don't know where it's at, <laughs> and so I'm just like sitting there, like just waiting for it to come back down in my vision. Maybe I can see this thing again and start shooting again. Uh, and so oh, that, no. that kind of, it killed what was a good, what was a good run. Uh, but, but I, I oh. like that idea, uh, of having that port do that. Um, this, this match was not one that I, like, it didn't feel like it, well, you were punished shooting eight rounds. Um, and so that, I, see that. I, I thought, it, I thought the stages were good from that, from that standpoint. Um, I'll say my, my little yeah. bit, my disappointment with this match, uh is being a nationals with just 15 15 stages uh and talladega is a is a place they only have 15 bays and four of them were not even used for stages uh so so we had a nationals on on just 11 bays and Hmm. so like i feel like crazy like we could have i feel like it could have been more like the the national it felt like a if it felt like the area one match that I just shot really yeah. like it, it felt, it felt more like an area match, uh, than it did a nationals. Yes. It was, it felt abbreviated. Yeah. In yeah. a way. Yes. I see what you mean. Comparing it to an area. Yeah. Um, I have to agree. And I, I think the the more I shoot, the more I kind of lean towards, I mean, I know, I know single second, I shot when Pat, when it was at passive forever. And that was, a. Yeah. You shot all. It was sixteen stages, but there was never a stage over twenty-four rounds. Other than the well, the the steel stage and the standard stage were the only stages that were twenty-four rounds. Everything else was like twenty and under. But you shot it all in one day, and that was kind of 
that was kind of just a single stack classic. That's what it was. But the more I shoot nationals, the more I think like an appropriate nationals is three days. Um, like, like I think it, it kind of like, there's, mm-hmm. there's something to it about like going in and like putting together a match, like a good performance over three days versus mm-hmm. just one day or two days. Um, and so I have I, to agree with you completely. Absolutely. Yeah. There is. And there's, it, it it's more difficult for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. Absolutely. It's more endurance involved and, and just the mindset of, of, uh, you know, accomplishing a successful match over three days is it's, it's a different task for sure. Yeah. And the other thing, it like, it's harder for the guys like that are leading the match on the first couple of days, like, cause they have to do it for longer, but it also, it does to me, like it's more interesting because it gives the guys who maybe you had a rough first day, you've got a little bit of room to try and make up some ground there and you can start pushing those guys by the time. Whereas on a, on a short match like this, like, if you kind of if you booger up that first day, you're you don't really have it's, it's hard. It, it's really it's hard to make up really much hard. ground. Um, I agree. That's really good perspective. I, I mean, I, I completely agree with you, and that's the way it used to be, more yeah. so at least. Yeah. USPSA style nationals and yeah, and um, I mean, obviously, like the what they consider the big divisions, like are still three days. Um, I, I guess I you know I would like to see single stack be that as well. Uh, so that's really kind of, as far as the match setup, uh, that's kind of what I would like to see. Um, we won't go into, I didn't attend awards, but I, I, the people that, that were with me that I traveled with were a little disappointed with the awards. Um, they said it was, they said it was pretty lame, but I I wasn't there. So I shouldn't, I probably won't, I won't give any more out of that other than there was entertainment there, but it was, uh, provided by one of the I'm sure Travis has probably heard about provided by one of the sh- competitors. Uh, there was some entertainment there who might've imbibed a little too much uh, in the Jack Daniels after he finished. Oh, no. shooting. <laughs> what? I hadn't heard anything about that. I actually that. didn't hear about that. You guys haven't heard about, Oh <laughs> no, no, no uh, I totally missed that. <laughs> oh, Phil, uh, Phil, I think had a little too much Jack Daniels before he went to the, uh, oh. the awards and, uh, uh, Oh no. It got it got it was entertaining, I think, for everybody else besides Phil once he woke up the next day and realized <laughs> how that night had gone. <laughs> oh man. Oh Phil. Uh, Oops. Phil's oh. Phil's always Phil's always gonna be entertaining. He's never not entertaining. Yes, he is. Uh yes he is. That's why I like Phil. Me uh, too. He always brings it. Yeah, oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> for awesome. sure. Wow. Uh, okay, so <laughs> Question on nationals. I'll let you both answer. So give me a um, rundown, like how, how you felt about your shooting at nationals and um, yeah, just how you felt placement and, and mentally about nationals. Who do you want to go first? So Travis, Travis finished fifth place in L10 and keep scrolling you got to keep scrolling buddy oh it's it's not that far jeremy was just out of the top 16 17th in single stack so yeah let's let's start with travis (laughs) okay oh man it's painful (laughs) um I, you know, on the positive side, I had uh, maybe three or four runs that were uh, where I should be and, and were decent, good performance. Um, 
I made uh, I made a word file uh, while this was happening on the mistakes that I was making and, and that things that I got to work on. And um, it went on too long. <laughs> I'll tell you what. <laughs> there were so many mistakes. Um, yeah, I, I was not happy at all, but I, I do feel, um, I, you know, taking a positive out of it, I've got a lot of good stuff to work on and, uh, and mitigating the mitigating the mistakes. Oh my gosh, guys! If you if you were watching me, you would just be like, uh, you know, when I was done, you'd just be like, walk by, don't make eye contact. <laughs> <laughs> you know what it's like when you're just like, oh, let that guy just kind of oh, yeah, yeah. ask it is uh, <laughs> in his misery on his own. I don't want to say anything. He might bite me. Yeah, that, that's kind of how it was for me. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah. Um, so how like. Dang. So- so okay, so I mean, it sounds like kind of just you weren't hampered by just being too slow. You're just hampered by mistakes. So like mistakes. I, I yeah. just are we talking like just shooting, like just shooting mistakes, like missing on yes, steel shoot, and, and stuff missing, like that. Yeah, miss absolutely. Funny you mentioned that. Um, missing on steel. Uh, you know, my setups, my positioning was was bad. I so okay. Uh, the night before, I had the cops come to my room at like two in the morning for a domestic. I'm in my room alone. Um, okay. So obviously I, I'm not beating anybody up. I'm not, my wife's at home guys. And uh, they came to, they came to the wrong room. And I have, I have an issue where you wake me up. I have a hard time going back to sleep. Yeah. Maybe you guys have some tips for me. Um, uh, I had some melatonin. Yeah. yeah I, that's... But it wasn't working. I, oh man. So yeah, I was low on sleep. That's not an excuse because I've I've shot some great matches with with literally no sleep. Yeah. Uh due to missing missing flights and things like that where I was like, "Wow, I should, I need to do this more often." Yeah. <laughs> um but this this time I felt like uh I, it did affect me and uh my my balance was off and I wasn't uh, processing the visual input very good. These are just excuses. I mean, it's not it's not something that well, but I, just I mean, need to it's, figure out, yeah. it's stuff. It's stuff that you're working on, right? Like, I mean, I don't know. You know, if that's it, I don't know yeah. if it's an excuse. If it's if it's just an observation of what happened, I don't necessarily know if that's an excuse. Uh, so, like, so okay. So then, what is like the? Because it's, I mean, it's funny that you like, like you say, you like you were had misses on steel, but then the all steel yeah. stage, which was like the most demanding on that, like, like you yes. you were able to just go up there and just crush it. Uh, <laughs> yeah interesting so was <laughs> that is weird which i yeah. mean it, what what mm-hmm. you've said as far as how you shot that stage uh is going to like like it's very similar to what some things that i'm going to say whenever jeff talks to me but so okay so what nice. but what what do you think was the difference with the all steel stage versus how you approached did you approach the steel differently on just whenever just within a, a regular stage Wow, I did. I did approach it differently in that I completely let the gun settle on every popper, and I visualized that so many repetitions on the uh, all steel stage. Yeah, yes, sir. Okay, exactly. I mean, I, I had shot that in my mind, you know, uh, visualizing it probably uh, well over twenty five times. Yeah, and 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 adding adding the add like tactile feedback of feeling the trigger mm-hmm. with with equal amounts of light around the front side on the, on the popper and put so much detail. And it's, it's all, it, you, Jeremy is a great point that you bring up. And why don't you, why don't I do that on the other stages? You know, obviously I wasn't feeling the best at that point. That was on day one where I had the lack of sleep. Um, 
but why not do that everywhere? It, that's tough. part of what I right. It's tough. It's I mean tough. mentally, mentally yeah. to do that on every stage, even half days, like that's mentally very hard. Very good point. It is real. It's taxing for yeah. sure. And and maybe it was just looking at that stage like okay, uh, you know, it, it requires a certain amount of yeah. discipline. Yeah. Absolutely. And uh, so that ramped me up. So even though I felt tired and I did what I needed to do and um, maybe I, I, you know, in hindsight, I should have put that same amount of attention to detail and effort into the other stages. Like it would be just like one of the big stages coming into position and then, you know, sending two or three at a mini popper, you know, some of those big ones had mini poppers way out Mm -hmm. there. Oh yeah. And I'm just wait. Yeah. And I'm just wasting time on it and then, and then bump my load and then, um, yeah. So I, de- I definitely felt like I wasn't myself. I yeah. would say. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like um, that's, I mean, I think that's good for our listeners to hear. Like, I mean, Travis is one of the most experienced shooters in our sport, like extremely accomplished. Like I said, at the start of this world, world champion, uh, national title winner. I mean, he's, he's been in the sport for forever and like, and yet still like looking back, it's like, yeah, I probably made a mistake at the, well, how I approached some of these stages. Uh, and so, like, I mean, I think that's good for our listeners to hear that, like, even with experience, like, you still make mistakes like that um, that are that are fixable. Right. So, I mean, I think that's – I mean, it's tough to admit that publicly. So, I, I like, I appreciate yeah. you being, able, like, willing to, like, talk about it, like, on our podcast because yeah. lots of people don't want to talk about their bad stuff. Um, oh yeah. yeah but like but i think that's i think that's where most people learn they learn more from from the bad stuff and and from hearing like if if we just tell them yeah i just shot i shot awesome and this is how and i just was awesome like no way learns from that mm-hmm. um so, <laughs> so so no i appreciate yeah. that perspective a kind of a follow-up awesome. question to that travis how many matches do you think you've shot that you were happy with your performance at the match like completely happy with the performance holy smokes that is a great question for the ages right there oh man i mean on one hand yeah (laughs) and however many years one hand yeah yeah maybe on a few fingers where i left and i'm like you know i'm like nobody's gonna touch that and but even 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 in those cases guys there's still those glaring mistakes that yeah. I took with me, right? And, and maybe lack of focus or uh, looked at the stage wrong or didn't do my due diligence on my visualization and my cognitive priming, preparing myself mentally to shoot the stage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so it's, yeah, I can, and I, I can, t- one thing I could tell you to answer that, I've never had one where I, where, where I looked back and said that was like perfect. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah which, which is a cool thing about our sport, isn't it? I yeah. mean, Mm-hmm. there's always room for improvement. Right. You can't hey, bowl guys, a 300. At, you can't bowl a 300. I mean, Nils. Oh my gosh. Nils at this match. Holy smokes. He smoked it. Yeah. And he's probably looking at areas where he could have improved. It's, yeah. It's, and it's phenomenal. He shot phenomenal. And uh, I didn't see him shoot, but I, I imagine it even in his mind, he's like, you know, I made mistakes here. I approached this wrong. I don't want to put words in his mouth. Yeah. yeah, but that does seem to be the nature of our sport. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And I think, I think it's good for people to hear that because I think a lot of like lower class shooters think that higher class shooters, like 
don't make the mistakes and that's that's why they win um and you know to some degree that's true but um on another level like we make the little mistakes seem a lot bigger uh they're a lot bigger deal and you think about them a lot more and it's just everybody makes a ton of mistakes like travis said he could probably count on on one hand or a couple fingers the matches that he was like would have been pretty happy with and uh yeah I'm, I'm in the same way like it's i i don't even know if i've had one yet <laughs> but yeah yeah it's a good response yeah, yeah for, sure. for sure um okay before we roll into jeremy let's give a shout out to today's show sponsor which is shooters connection shooters connection is sponsoring today's show thank you shooters connection if you want to sh- support the show and shooters connection use our link in the description uh, get you some shooting supplies from from their store online. Uh, Shooters Connection is a one-stop competitive shooting shop. You can get uh, anything you need for the range. They have tons of gun parts. They got timers, pasters. I was actually on there the other day and realized how well their search function was on their page. As someone who's dabbled in app development, having like having a nice search function is challenging so anyway they have a really great search function that actually pops up pictures of things as you're searching great function but uh shooters connection sponsors a ton of matches over 100 matches a year in this sport the matches that y'all are going to that we're going to they're in there sponsoring and shooters connection is run by competitive shooters so be sure and support shooters connection and support the podcast so thank you absolutely now jeremy where would you like to start? Oh, I don't. I mean, like just like hanging my head in shame. Like I don't know. Like it. It was. It was not. It was not a good match. Uh, I mean, like I like Jeff said, I was seventeenth place. Um, I got beat by a girl. Uh, so I can. I can. Sasquatch doesn't have to get on <laughs> and give me crap for that because I gave him crap for it. So I got beat by a girl. Uh, I mean, it in. in Everybody who shot this match's defense, nationals in May sucks. It it does. I mean, like it, yeah, like that. I mean, this early in the season uh, is not is not ideal uh, for sure. Um, yeah. Yeah, less than ideal, suboptimal for sure. Yeah, yeah. So that I mean, we could we could we should probably should attack that on to the just about the match. The fact that it's in May uh, yeah. is is tough. Um, I mean, yeah, like I, I didn't have, I didn't have a good match. Uh, and I mean, it's unfortunately I'm in a place where now I've had a lot of, of not good matches in a row. Like I haven't had a good match in a couple years now, it feels like. Uh, and so like the problem with that is that now, like, like your self image is like, you see this result over and over and over. And you can try to be positive all you want, but at some point, if you're a realist like me, like you see what your results are. And so you're like, well, that's just the shooter that I am. Uh, and so like, that's that, Travis is pointing out himself. I mean, like, so that's, that's what I'm trying to overcome mentally is that like, is that I am a better shooter or can be a better shooter than what my recent results are. Maybe not recent, but results here here lately. I mean, everybody that's listening to the podcast knows that like I haven't been shooting well or or really in a great um, 
mental space as far as that's concerned. Um, so uh, as far as my match, there were I had four stages that that stuck out. Uh, the first stage of the match, which if you guys follow us on social media, like like I've had terrible first stages like for forever. Like just my first stage has always been bad at a match. Like I always just start in a hole. Like usually have a penalty, uh, and like it's just and so like coming in this match, like I was going live on Instagram and like recording my very my cold runs in practice live. Uh, and that really forced me to like figure out what do I have to do like cold to be able to shoot well cold. Uh, that really forced that mentally. Um, and I, I shot the first stage and I, I shot it decent. I was shoot my buddy Bob Crow was shooting with me who he was sixth. Uh, basically doesn't touch a gun and walks up in his sixth place. Uh, Bob is awesome. He's yeah, he's phenomenal. Awesome person too. Yeah, he's he's so good uh, in every way, and I hate him. Um, but he's so good in every way. Uh, so good. Uh, and I know I love Bob, but, uh, so like we both shot the stage and, um, we were both really, really close, uh, time and hit factor wise. I mean, like, like a, like a 0.05 hit factor apart or something. And, and I, and we kind of finished stage and I looked, I was like, yeah, that was a good start. Like, I feel like that was probably like a 90% run. Like it's not going to be a stage win, but like, it's gonna, it's gonna be like, if you have every stage go like that for the rest of the match, like you're going to have a great match. Um, we'll come to find out, but once the scores are finished and everything like that, that was my best stage of the match. Uh, I was like, I was third, uh, third place on that, which was my best finish this match. Uh, and it like, I don't know, I guess I could look it up, but it was, it was like 98, 97%. So, I mean, it was awesome. It was up there really high. And so it's like, okay, Looking back on it, Jeremy, what, what were you doing? You no, go ahead. Yeah, this was your this was your first stage, correct? Yeah, that was my first stage of the match. Okay, let and me it, let me give you. I, I got to give you some props, my friend. You do this cold. You do this on Instagram live. That cold first stage. Do you know how much balls that takes? Well, and, it's tough, and it's tough, and it's incredible training. In my opinion, that's harder than a match. Yeah. And so I'm so. It just makes me so happy to see that you got the benefit out of that, so that you. You had a killer first stage. Yeah. You're saying 97, 98%. You, you brought it. Yeah. And uh, I mean, that's what you do. Yeah. So, and I, I mean, let your self image focus on that. Yeah. And like that's, I mean, like that was, that's probably like the biggest positive from the match is that hey, I had a really great first stage. Um, and unfortunately, the all steel stage was my second stage. And like the nerves, <laughs> like, like walking up to that, like the nerves that are still there, like, and I was try I was trying so hard to to do everything right. Like I I was not rushing. I, I really wasn't trying to rush shots or anything like that. Yeah. It's just, I mean, twenty yard mini poppers. Like you can just yeah. you can miss those a few times in a row. And with the single stack, so I ended up with a. I mean, Travis got me about eight seconds on that stage. Travis crushed it. Uh, but but then I watched the super fly. That was their last stage of their match, and and. Uh, almost everybody uh, except for Nils and Dave Savigny uh, kind of fell on their face on that stage. So I didn't feel too bad about it. Um, but so that, so that was the, my first stage was, was the, I said I had four stages that, that stuck out. Uh, mm -hmm. My third stage of the match was a stage that I went into. Um, Travis, you'll be familiar. It's the one that yeah. had the tip out target and the bobber in the kind of that second position. Uh, Got it. Yep. And, and that was a stage that I kind of, I went into and I, 
I felt like I need to push the time. Uh, I need to be, I need to, I need to push a little bit. I need to be faster than what I've been doing so far. And so I, that was, I ended up with two mics on that stage. Uh, again, because I, because I felt the need to push rather than just shoot to my sights and do what I did on stage one. Um, and that, like that, that to me forces some bad mechanics. Um, I had one more stage. I had another stage like that on day two where I really, I really kind of, it was a stage where we ended up having basically kind of a couple of arrays where you shot eight rounds from each array, uh, which they were, I mean, they were, they weren't like 10 yards. They were further than that with a couple of partials. And I, for some reason, I felt that I needed to make sure that I was fat shot fast on that stuff. Um, and the gun got away from me and it was not good fundamentals. And I walked away with three mics, uh, and it's like, okay, you're match. Like I gave up yep. 80 to a hundred match points on that stage. And, and on I went stage. to war on steel, like I, and, and ended yeah. up shot myself into a standing load. I mean, like it was, it was a really bad stage. Uh, and when you dump like 80, 90 points on a single stage, I mean, like just that stage alone <sighs> jumps me from, from 17th to like 12th or 11th. And then you start to feel yeah. a little bit better about yourself. Um, yes. And then my last yeah. stage of the match, like that was my like second to last stage of the match was only three mics. Then my last stage of the match, it was like, I just want to get out of here. Like I, I, I want to be done. Like I was at that point I was done. It was like, I want to get out of here and just not make a fool of myself. It was the one with the semi low port it had, it had seven pieces of steel in that okay. semi low port. So you you really don't want to sit there and just waste a ton yeah. of shots and then do a, a, no way. a sitting load. And it's not even a standing yeah, a load, sitting a load. sitting load. Exactly. You don't want to do <laughs> that. Yeah. And so my yeah. only thought going into that stage is like, just put the sight in the middle of the target and just pull the trigger, like, and just pull the trigger straight. Like, like just, just put the sight in the middle of the target. It was really basically all my thought. Like, just don't make a fool of yourself. Uh, well, that was like my second best stage of the match. And I was like seventh place on it. Uh, <laughs> Wow. I mean, like wow. it, it wasn't, I mean, Nils blew that one out of the water and I even, I, I was yeah. rooming with Nils and he even told me like, that was maybe his proudest stage of the match. Like, cause like he, cause, wow. cause Dave had shot it well and Dave was shooting minor and could kind of be more aggressive on those steel. And then Nils actually beat, just edged Dave out. And Nils was like, yeah, I, he's like, Nils, I shot that really well. And if Nils says he shot a stage really well, <sighs> we don't have a chance. But I mean, like <laughs> Not Travis, a chance. Travis Not a does, chance. but like us other mortals, oh. we don't have a chance if Nils shoots one really he's well. He's going to own it. Yeah, he's yeah. going to own it. Um, but <laughs> It's just Nils. Yeah, so like those are my stage as far as just looking at my performance. Like if like if things to take away from that match, like like what I need to like mentally kind of do and not do uh like those four stages are kind of they really stick out to me um to try and get that so like so that's again like not a not a great match for me like not where i want to be shooting performance wise like i i mean mentally like i'm not gonna lie like after i shot that stage on the second day with three mics like i turned to bob bob is one of my best friends best friends uh i was like dude this may have been the last match i ever shoot like i I mean i was i mean it's just Uh. like like i'm just I'm so sick of like going to matches and performing yeah. badly uh, that it's it's tough to be motivated to spend thousands of dollars to sh- go shoot these matches. Uh, like that's tough yeah. to do that over and over and be disappointed over and over. Um, and and I mean, 
Bob is coming back to the sport. He kind of took a couple year hiatus, and he's coming back to the sport. And his his perspective on it has changed. And and Bob called me a couple of days after that, and and we kind of had a a good conversation. Uh, you know that only only really good friends can have type deal. But you know it's my perspective on it a little bit has changed. I'm still hyper competitive. I still want to do well. Um, I just saw area one. I'm still disappointed with how I'm shooting. But I've kind of put this aside that like I have to shoot well to keep shooting. I have to shoot well to justify uh, the yeah. effort that's put into it. I have to shoot like I've kind of put that aside a bit. And it's like, man, like I have like you guys on the podcast, like the like just like the community that we have with the podcast. Like I, I really enjoy doing the podcast. Like the discord is fun. Uh, I really enjoy just training, like like just going to the range and trying to get better, like even if we didn't have matches, like I would still enjoy that part of it. Uh, yeah. And so like, I'm trying to like lean into that, that part that I enjoy. And then the matches that I shoot, like I get to go hang out with all my buddies that don't live in town, which most of my buddies don't live in town because <laughs> nobody, you couldn't live close yeah. to me and be my, like, I'd, you'd get sick of me if you, if you had to deal with me <laughs> that much. Uh so, but I was like, something I like, you know, road trips with Jeff and him being cheap and at me, us staying in terrible hotels, uh, you know, going, going bourbon hunting with, with, with Bob and Jeff, we, Jeff and I did some bourbon. I mean, like, like, just like that stuff is like, I mean, like, that's what I'm trying to, mm-hmm. to enjoy uh, yeah. about the sport. And I'm not, I'm, what I'm trying to not do is say that, like, I don't care about competing anymore. Cause that's just not true. It's uh, not true. That's um, not your personality. Right. Right. It's yeah. not, that's it's not, not you, my personality. Just, no. Um, but, uh, but also like, like if, if all you do, if, if all I'm seeing is, is my results, then I should quit. Cause like, there's no point. Like if that's, if that's all the sport is to me, it's just where I place, uh, then, then there's kind of, there's kind of no point in it. Cause even if you're, even if you're winning, it's not going to do you any good. Like, I mean, like as far like you're not going to get much out of it. Like there's not enough money yeah. in the sport to care that much no. about that part of it. Um, no, you're right. And that's yeah. that's not to discourage anybody from not trying to get as good as they possibly can and compete as hard as they possibly can. I don't yeah. I don't want to discourage that in any way. Um, but right. like there are other there are other redeeming qualities to the sport besides that. Right. Um, and I've, I've well kinda, said I've been forced to open up to that a bit here recently yeah yeah that's i think that jeremy that's really good perspective and i think it's cool that you're open about that and uh it's something that uh, a lot of us miss especially when we're really results oriented and performance oriented and type a personality and you're just driven to to be the best and this is it turns into well that's all it is and you're you're really missing um i i for sure my best relationships are are are, are from you know our community Mm -hmm. And, and, and going through these, um, going through these things together. And another thing about it is like, like you were talking about, you know, so you've had a string of, of performances that you're not happy with. And it starts to, you know, you you start to convince your, your self image that this is, this is what I expect out of my shooting. And it's, it kind of becomes a vicious cycle where yeah. it starts feeding, especially you're, you, like you said, you're a realist. I'm the same way. So like positive affirmations and these type of uh, strategies, they don't work very well for us. Mm-mm. And and what you need to do is you need to 
you can break the cycle and your abilities, dude, you're awesome. Thank you. My, my perspective of if you could, if you, your self image, which is crazy because the self image exists in the subconscious, yeah, which is scary. Yeah. That's scary. It took a lot of, a lot of research for me to figure out what part of the brain and what part of the mind is the subconscious or, or where the self image exists. Because the, the scary thing about that is it's like a thermostat. It, de- it determines your performance. It's like you set the HVAC on 70 degrees. It might get to 71. It might get to 69, but it's going to stay at 71. Mm-hmm. So if I asked you before you went to area one to close your eyes and visualize your performance looking at practice, practice score, let's say looking at your results and you saw it, with, you know, I gave you like two seconds so you can't consciously manipulate it. And you saw where you where you were going to place. It's interesting if you then look at the results and yeah. see how close if it jives with that. Yeah, because you're it, it. It's literally a thermostat. Yeah. So you have to get where you're at right now. I, I'm happy that you're enjoying. You know, you're enjoying. You're you're you're, you're smelling the roses. You know, trying and I to. Think that's, I'm trying. You're to. trying to. It's yeah. hard though, isn't it? <laughs> it is. It's so hard. It is. It's so difficult because, like I said, you're not going to be happy. You're you're. When you shot that stage you were talking about that co- that was so expensive in terms yeah. of points, three misses and things, that hurt. Yeah. That that like physically hurts you. Yeah. I know it did because you're like me. You were like, oh, like I took the wind out of you. Yeah, for sure. And, and, and so even though like, well, I'm here, I get to hang out with Bob and, and this is really cool opportunity. But still, it's like, man, that's painful. Mm-hmm. But I know you can br- I know you can break that cycle because you've got all those skills. You've got great experience. And it's just, it's just, you need to tune, you know, instead of feeding this net, you have this negative feedback loop going right now Yeah, and you need to get in there and break it. Yeah. And you need to, and, and for me, what, what it takes is in some ways, I know this sounds crazy, but lying to yourself. Yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, that's what the, the experts will tell you is that right? you, you, you tell yourself positive things until you believe it. Right. Mm-hmm. That's right. Exactly. And and even more so than like verbalizing it or these, uh, you know, putting it in terms of words, putting it in terms of uh, mental imagery mm-hmm. yeah. is, is very powerful because uh, what I found is that the subconscious, the easiest or the, the most effective form of communication with the subconscious is, is imagery. Uh, more so than, more so than verbal. Although yeah. he's listening, he's always listening. Yeah. But, um, if if you can you can produce these images in your mind, vivid images, and bring in and bring in five senses, and I, it sounds it sounds like garbage, but you're, what you're trying to do now is break the cycle. Yeah, and and start feeding and start putting some positivity into this loop that you have. Yeah. So yeah. I'm interested. I'm interested to hear how Area One went. I haven't looked at the results. I didn't go. It was like a fifteen seventeen hundred dollar ticket for me. <sighs> To yeah. go from Huntsville, Alabama. Yeah. So unfortunately, um, it was an it was a uh, how far did I drive? It was like a sixteen hour drive for me. So, oh man. <laughs> uh, okay. No, and like, and the the thing that you said, which I've I've never done before, which I think is interesting, like visualizing where you want your name to be on practice score. That's kind of an interesting like yeah, way yeah. to like visualize the results, uh, like a tangible way. I feel like Jay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jay's going to be sitting at home like he's in his ice bath uh, tomorrow oh, yeah. morning. Well, after after this after this drops, he's going to be in his ice bath, and whatever his next match is, he's going to be visual. He's going to be freezing 
uh, for five minutes. He's going to be visualizing his name uh, at the top of practice. Course. Awesome. Uh, which probably, <laughs> I mean, like, honestly, like the, the cold water treatment of visualizing where you, like, where you, that's probably a good way to break the cycle because you're oh, yeah. really uncomfortable physically. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure that would, that huh. would delve into that. Uh, I like that. Yeah, that's a good point. But so area huh. one, um, <laughs> area one was adventure. So this was, I, I went to area one. It was in uh, Boise, Idaho. Um, I have a mule deer tag for uh, a unit in Idaho in October oh, and I've never been there before. Sweet. So I wanted to go, I was like, well, area one's Idaho. I can go shoot that. And then I can go spend a couple of days in the back country. So I ended up like, I put like 3,200 miles on my truck, uh, which in gas, it's wow. like, uh, I drive a Tundra, like it's not oh. the most fuel efficient. So that's like basically a thousand dollars in gas, just, yeah. just in gas for that trip. <laughs> Um, and then I wow. ended up just, so the, the backpacking part, I never put the backpack on because every road that I went to, like ended up running into snow drifts. Like there was still snow in the high country and I couldn't get Amazing. to the unit, uh, oh like to, to go like, <laughs> oh, like, no. like I was planning on doing, like going back at least 10 miles in and the closest I ever got to where I would have bailed off was 10 miles. So like, I would have like. I would have had to hike 10 miles just to get to my starting point. Uh, so I got to drive. I spent like 20 hours in my truck driving around, just seeing all the different entrances to the unit. Cause that's like, it's, it's all dirt roads, backcountry roads. It's really hard to access. So it, I did at least get some benefit, like just seeing where all the roads were at. Like, how can we, what are our different ways to go in? So that there was benefit there. Awesome. I just didn't get any backpacking in. Yeah. Um, Dang the match itself. Uh, I shot with Nils and Bob and we, and we try, I traveled with Nils and Bob, uh, and Bob's wife. Uh, she traveled with us too, which Billy, if you ever get to shoot with Bob, awesome. the, the benefit of shooting yes. Bob is that is Billy is normally there. Uh, yes. And, and Billy she, is the best. She handles the squad. Oh, she's, I mean, she she's turns awesome. into squad mom, uh, and she's oh, great. Um, she's Bob, the best. And Bob is getting her a PCC at Bighorn this last year. She, oh. she borrowed a P cause she has shot, but she's, she had like a Glock and like, I mean, like she just, she doesn't train a lot. She can't train a lot with her job and like just struggled like shooting. Um, and so Bob, he borrowed a PCC for that match cause he had one in order. It wasn't there yet. And like, I will say this, like the PCC allowed her with basically not, she hadn't shot. She didn't shoot that gun before the day of the match. Uh, and she shot like one mag through the function fire, but she was able to go through the match and like hit every single piece of steel, right? Like, whereas with a Glock, uh, like you sit there, like you only have 10 rounds in the gun. If you go to war with one, which I can certainly relate to going to war with something with a limited capacity gun. Uh, I mean, she, she was able to go through the match and have fun. Uh, and so that's really good. Billy's going to get to shoot a few more matches. She's not going to shoot all of them. She's going to get to shoot a few more matches uh, in PCC and that will allow her to, to have oh. fun with the match and not stress about the shooting because it is so much easier it. with the PCC. So, Oh, I, I'm really excited for Billy. That, that is really cool. I was always hoping that she'd get to shoot. Yeah. And like you said, PCC, that's perfect then. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. You don't great get time that. to train and yeah, um, oh, I'm excited for her. That's awesome. So I got to shoot with, with Bob and Nils and like, I do have to say like Nils, we didn't actually, Oh, we didn't cover like the results of nationals. We might, I guess we should have done that. We've kind of moved on, but Nils won single stack. Dave Savigny was second shooting minor, uh, coming out of nowhere. And I mean, and then Fantastic. Elias was third, uh, yeah. in that. And then you had Mason one mm -hmm. L 10 Todd was second. And I think, uh, Gorka, 
Yeah. Gorka was third. Gorka. Gorka, Gorka shot with staff, which was interesting. Uh, That's right. Um, that was kind of oh. fascinating that, that they yeah. let him shoot with staff. Yeah. And then Poji won Revolver, and he won it by probably the biggest margin that Revolver's actually ever won by. Um, hey, and, hey, and real quick. So that's impressive. Shout out that's to awesome. uh, shout out to myself in our predictions video. I called Mason to win, Gorka to second, Nils to win, Dave to second, and Poji to win. So five predictions. So I had wow. I had the three winners. That's impressive. I had the three winners. I who did I put? Do you? I don't remember who I had second. Uh, you also got Gorka second. In no, in L2. single stack. You had Rob. Rob. Okay, okay. So, Cause, and cause then I had Paul the Kerr. Years. Yeah, and I had Paul Kerr in third, which yeah. Paul Kerr actually was fourth in single fourth, stack. Yeah. So, yeah. Whoa, Paul that's close. Right there. Paul's strong. Paul, yeah. Paul is really good. Paul is strong. Yes, he is. And I will defend my yeah. pick of Rob. Rob Latham had carpal tunnel surgery two weeks before the match in both hands. What? So he could oh. barely – he could. Oh, I had no idea. Yeah. I didn't either, obviously, when we made that prediction. But he had carpal tunnel surgery Whoa. in both hands, and he still placed top 10 uh, with basically no knees. And there was lots of movement. It was hot and humid. Uh, That's right. Rob, Rob is an incredible talent. Impressive. Um, incredible. Like, Legendary. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Like, so – uh, so I'll defend wow. my pick of Rob at second uh, with the with the carpal tunnel thing. I um, had I think that's totally fair. I also I had Travis. Yep. I had yep. Travis coming in in third. So I was close. It's close. Close. Okay. Dang. Uh, man, I'm sorry that I missed that. <laughs> missed that. <laughs> Next year. Oh, it was rough. Yeah, there we go, guys. Next year. Hopefully, better than that too. <laughs> okay, so area oh. one, uh, shooting with Nils, like. Nils is, I think Nils is on a different level now than where he used to be. Uh, like with iron sighted gun, Nils shot production at area one because he was, he was coming off irons and, and Nils, his, almost his entire career has been irons. And even like his admission, like switching to a red dot, uh, is it just takes a longer transition than, than what he had going from single stack. So Nils left, he went home from single stack. Then the next weekend, like the next like Wednesday, he went and shot IDPA Nationals or IDPA maybe it was a regional match at Cameo in Grand Junction. Then he flew from Montrose uh, to Houston for the NRA show. Doesn't touch a gun. Uh, flies back to Grand Junction. He spends a couple of days in Grand Junction waiting for us to drive up to Idaho from there. Uh, and then and then now he's shooting the two gun nationals this coming weekend. But like, so, so Neil's Jeez. like his first stage is maybe one of the most impressive things I've seen in his shooting because no practice. Like I, I was staying with these guys. They weren't dry fire. I mean, he Nils actually did pick up a gun and dry fire for like at least a, a few minutes the morning before the first match, like at least get his hands with it. But then like the first stage of the match <laughs> is just, I mean, from my perspective, from an onlooker, like it, it's full sin and mm-hmm. and, doesn't, and doesn't miss a beat. I mean, like, you know, has three or four Charlies and and that's it. Uh, and wow. just And it's just up and running for the whole match uh, that way. And and Nils had like his second day was actually for him. It was a little rough, but Nils having a rough day is a little different than some of us other people having a rough day. Um, 
big yeah. time. Like he shot himself Man. into a standing load on a stage. Incredible. So that ends up being that he has a normal time instead of a Nils time. Yeah. Right. Um, what so a beast. Nils is a beast. Uh, Iron sighted gun. <laughs> I think, I mean, I, yeah. I've said Iron sighted major, like he is, he is the best of our generation. Like there's, absolutely there's nobody iron sights major like there's nobody that's close to nils in my in my it's incredible opinion. um he won single stack this year by seven percent uh and he did i mean mason was shooting l10 major uh so he had 10 rounds in the gun and that would have been favorable i mean that would have been better and i mean nils still in the overalls won that by a couple percent um that's just how good nils is and to also, Nils, his first days of single stack nationals was a standing load and two mics. Like he shot himself in a standing load and two mics. So he started wow. the match down like 50 or 60 wow. points. And then by the end of day one, he was up like 100 points on the field. <laughs> uh, so it's just, I mean, and then so he, dominant. it's, it is, yeah, it is pretty insane Nuts. Um, how good he is. Um, my area one, uh, it, I mean, like it's, I was, I was really trying to, to just shoot the sights, like just, just like, just put the sights in the middle of the target. Um, and I, I mean, I, I didn't have, I shot a clean match. I was basically trying to shoot a, a, a mistake free match. I had one, I had one mic on a, on a zebra target that was just, it was kind of dumb. I mean, it was a fairly close zebra, but it was just kind of dumb on a on a close stage and i tried to push it and i look i saw it and it was on the edge it was one of those like do you shoot again it's like maybe it touched the edge you shoot again by that time you thought about it, it's too late and sure enough it didn't didn't break the perf um but otherwise had a fairly clean match and it was just i was just too slow i mean there were a couple couple steel things that that hurt me but uh so i mean it's just mm. just too slow just off the pace um and, and for me that's like that takes me back to where I was, I don't know, four, four years ago, four or five years ago. And it was, uh, like I could, if I try to shoot, if I try to not make mistakes, I, I'm just not fast enough. Like I, I just don't have the speed if I'm trying to not make mistakes. Yeah. And, and in that, like you can't shoot, you can't shoot to not make mistakes. You won't, you won't Negative. win in our sport. You won't do well. Nope. Um, like that's, that's not, it like, doesn't work. And so like, that's, again, that's, that's what Travis was talking about. That's what I'm trying to get back to is like shooting confidently again. Uh, yeah. And I think that's where the speed is at. I, I don't feel that I have to like drastically get faster. Like even though my, even though my times are, are not where they're at, I don't feel like there's this drastic, I need to make a drastic skill jump. It's just, no. it's more of a, I need to make a drastic confidence jump. Uh, yes. Yes. It's, it has nothing to do with your mechanics. Yeah. Nothing at all. It's all confidence. Yeah. So it, the, it sounds, yeah. That's, that's oh, interesting so it, because it's uh, like at, at this point, I don't know, like, like I'm my, my fundamental, like just shooting fundamentals at matches, especially are, is poor right now. Uh, and so, and that's causing me to, to have a very much a lack of confidence. So then the, the it's, it becomes a, a double-edged sword. Are my shooting fundamentals poor because of my lack of confidence? or the bad fundamentals causing a lack of, of confidence. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's tough to really know which, which one that is. Uh, and so luckily I've got yeah. like a two month break. I don't have a match until area Good. three. Um, so I can, 
I can kind of go back and just spend time, just just go real deep on fundamentals, uh, shoot shoot a bunch of really simple stuff, and try to get hopefully some of that stuff yeah. locked in a little bit better. Absolutely, absolutely, Jeremy, and and just you know analyze your analyze your uh, your live fire practices and 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 see how how your your speed and accuracy is looking. I mean, if it looks good there, uh, especially when you're warmed up, you know and yeah, there's really no pressure. I mean, then then we know is I do I do feel like uh, you're you're suffering from some some confidence issues though. Yeah, and oh, I for think sure. that's where you're going to get your yeah your your biggest. Uh, I think you're going in with this. Uh, I hope this doesn't happen again. You know, oh, this is just a string of the of these. It's consecutive. This after that. So this area one, it sounds like you were kind of in conservative or survival mode more. Oh yeah, more so. Yeah, yeah, and which is going to hurt your. I mean those. You you said you were off the pace and slow. I mean that's obvious. That's one hundred percent the result of yeah of that mentality, right? Yep. Of yeah. that survivalistic yeah type of and it's oh it's another thing about being in that in that zone. It's not fun. No, no, right? it's not. It's, it, it, not at all. You, it's really hard to enjoy. Yeah. And then look, looking back at it, you probably wish I, I wish I just would have just shot, just shot, just shoot. Yeah. Shoot, shoot the sights. Stop adding all this superfluous uh, information and, and detail into your brain. And, and, and uh, man, another thing, just try to have fun once. Yeah. That's just, just have fun. That's, that's <laughs> tough for me. Like at, like at a, at a competition, that's so hard for me to it's, like any it's so time hard. in my like, life ever in my life. Like I've always loved competing. Like I played tennis in high school. I always loved competing. And like, if you ask me, like, if I'm having fun on the court, like when you do really well, yes. But like, whenever you're like, that's it. If, if you're, if you're losing, like, are you having fun? Like, well, no, I'm losing. Like, no, I'm not having fun. Like losing uh, <laughs> the truth right so, there. That's the truth. So then people tell you like, oh, just have fun. Like, like, yeah. okay. I don't, I don't know how to do that. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't like that's, that's a great it's a great suggestion. I don't know how to do that. Yeah. Uh, what you said, Travis. So exactly. I'm going to give. I have to give a movie quote because, and I think I'm going to get this right, Jeff. Uh, <laughs> Jeff's waiting for it. It's not a Rocky <laughs> quote. So I don't know if you guys are familiar with The Last Samurai with Tom Cruise. Uh, yeah, yeah. It is one of. I saw it long. I think I saw it in the theater though. <laughs> oh yeah, it's a, it's a. I mean, it, yeah. it came out. Okay. I mean, probably 20 years ago. Um, yeah. yeah. Like I think it's one of the best movies. Like. Like the art in it, like like it's it's an incredible movie. Uh, yeah. So if good. you guys haven't seen it, like you need to go see the check last it out Samurai. Again. Like it's probably my top. Like if you take out series, like it's probably my top ten all time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like, there's a scene in it when Tom Cruise is like learning how to be a samurai, and he's like learning how to like like he's learning how, like the way of the sword and all this. And there's this old there's this old dude that's like teaching him. Uh, and and Tom like they're in this sparring match and Tom Cruise is getting his butt kicked and the this old dude comes to me and says too many mind no mind uh, and like I I I resonate that like area one I I very much resonated that like I think the best way to shoot is to shoot unconsciously right like you just go up there and like you turn the mind off and you just shoot um, I can't like I feel like if I do that right now it's like stuff starts going haywire. Like it just, it just goes, it just goes to pot. But, and the problem is though, like is, is where my mind is at. Like it's bouncing around, like it's bouncing to like, like grip, trigger, trigger control, like sights, like, like 
oh, this isn't going like then it's then you really start like it's like, oh, this isn't going good or like, oh, that's got well, like like it's just like your mind is yeah. just like going berserk. Uh, and yeah, man, that's absolutely. hard. That's hard to be fast. Like when you're when you, it's uh, you can't be fast like that. It's almost impossible. You can't. You can't, you can't. And, and we know, we know the conscious mind has issues processing a lot of information mm-hmm. and you can't process as much as, as the subconscious you Yeah, know, bits per second. It does like 60 and, and the subconscious can do, they're saying now billions. I oh, mean, wow. they used to say like 11 million. Yeah. But you know, and you're, you're perceiving all this input through the, through your senses. And another thing is your, your conscious mind really can only focus on one thing. Yep. So it's bouncing, right? It's going, okay, grip. Maybe it was triggered this time. Maybe it was the fact that the front sight was right in the notch. I mean, whatever it may be. And um, it's, it's, uh, it, it, it governs really your performance. I mean, you really can't get to the speed that you want, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't think so. I mean, it's, no, it's, no, it's debilitating can't. almost. Yeah. Oh, for, I mean, I, I, mean it, I feel like it has been for me. Uh, and so like that's yeah. – that I, I want to try to get to where I can and shoot more. Think, think less, uh, do all the thinking yes. as, as you said, in the visualizations, do all the thinking there. Yeah. And then when the buzzer goes yeah. off, uh, you just, you're just enjoying it. Honestly, like when the buzzer goes off, you're yes. just having fun because you're shooting a gun fast, uh, yeah. hopefully and hopefully hitting stuff. Good point. Um, yeah. And I'm not there right now. Yeah. Like it's, it's just not there. Yeah. Uh, but hopefully I can, that is, that is the goal. Like that is, that is the mission now is to like, can I get there? Uh, we'll see. Yeah. Yes. I'm confident you can. Well, You've I, been there before. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, I believe you can. Well, I appreciate and, that. Uh, I, I, yeah, I think I, it would be good just to have, you know, get one good match in the, ba- one good major in the, like, yeah, area three, you've got like two or three months now. Mm-hmm. Um, Figure out whether it's whether you think it may be any skills oriented. Yeah. If you think there's any, yeah, any any area in the skills that you need to bring up, and um, which you can do easily, you you can you can hammer that. I know you can. And then it's uh, break in that negative cycle. Yeah. Start adding positivity in there, and it's not like it's not like uh, I'm going to win area three and say it five times every hour. None of that stuff. I'm right. talking about try the yeah. Try the visualization and not just process based, like seeing these mini poppers fall over as the front sight lifts off beautifully and, mm-hmm. and feeling the trigger straight back, pressing it straight back, but also maybe some results based visualization as well. You know, what's it like driving home in the tundra after having a match that, holy, ma- I haven't had a match that good in a while. Yeah. This feels really good. I'm going to yeah. go get some bourbon. Right. Yeah. You know, this, this feels great. Yeah. Get you back on track. Yeah. 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 Try, I, definitely try some need, of that I definitely need more of that. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Were you worried about me, Jeff? Yeah. After I, after you looked at results, were you like, oh no. Oh no. Jeremy's I going mean, down the rabbit hole. I again. mean, yeah. Yeah. I was worried. <laughs> I was worried. <laughs> I think that was justified. <laughs> I was worried. Uh, that I did not go to the awards. Uh, and I like there was so, so there is so, we are running long, but I think it's, it's been a great podcast. So I'm only, I only feel bad about taking up Travis's time. Uh, <laughs> oh no, no, no. But like, so when, when I picked up Bob at the Birmingham airport, I was on the way to single stack nationals. And of course we have to go stop in a few liquor stores, see if we can find anything. And, and we found a, a store pick in a, 
in a store in I don't know somewhere near Birmingham, just a hole in the wall, and and we popped it open and, and store picks are like like a store gets like it only only that store can you get that at, uh, and so we get it and we open it's like this is really really good. Uh, and that we knew the store had an extra one. And then we start looking at the date on the bottle. That bottle had been in that store for three years, which is, I mean, it'd been in there for forever. Wow. It's like, we'll never, like, you'll never see another one of these again. Like it's like, it's one and done. Uh, and then I had that match and I, we want, we had talked about going back and getting it. Uh, and I mean, I left the match and just got on the road. I had a 14 hour drive home. Uh, and so I just got on the road and drove. And so I didn't stop and get anything. And, didn't really think anything about it. Um, and Bob and Nils and Jed, they called and like, you know, they, I, they called and, you know, just expressed it. Like they missed it. I wasn't there to hang out with them that night. And that, I think mean, that meant a lot, like just to, cause I was like, and nobody wants to hang out with me tonight. Cause I'm not going to be much fun, but I mean like just them calling, like saying that, but then I get to Bob's house before area one and they had, they had stopped and they bought another bottle and then they gifted it uh, to me. Uh, so like that was, wow. I mean, like, so it's like, like, uh, how can you give that up? Like, it doesn't matter how bad you yes. shoot. Like if you got like friends like that, like, like giving yeah. up shooting means you give up that, yeah. like you give up those relationships. And so, I mean, like, I'll be honest, like right immediately after nationals, like I, I really thought like this might be it, like this might be done. Um, yeah. but, but you can't give up. I mean, like there's too much no it's not just giving up the shooting, like the, just the relationships and stuff that you have are, are worth so much more than, than any match that you could ever win or anything like that. So, so yeah, that Agreed. was a hundred percent. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, so I'm not quitting. Well said. So, Hey, thank goodness. he's not quitting. You're out of, you're out yeah. of luck, Jeff. You're like, man, he, he's going to quit. <laughs> Like he won't be messing up this podcast anymore. Like no, I was worried. Nice I was show. I was worried about not having rides to matches anymore, man. That's what Jeff was worried about. Oh. That's what Jeff was worried about. Man, oh, the truth comes out. Is my truck going to be able to make it on these cross country oh, trips? Thank, thank God. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Man, that's awesome. All right, you guys got anything else? Jeff, you have any more questions? Uh, <laughs> I mean, we have questions, but you know, let's uh, let's let's call it a night. I think Travis, like, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, yeah, for not only that, but like the time that you spent, like with the with the speed reload contest challenge, like, like yeah, man. that, like, we really appreciate. It. Like, I know, that, like, you took it serious. Like, you didn't just like glance at the stuff. Like, you you actually took the time to like to go through and, and pick a winner. Uh, and that like, that's, awesome. that is great. Like we really appreciate it coming on. Like I have a feeling this is going to be a, like one of our, like one of our listeners favorite episodes again, which means we've got to have you on more often. So we yeah. may be bugging you more in the future. We just need to have like a monthly, Please do, gentlemen. Like, like we just need to check in yeah. with Travis, have a, have a chat with Travis. I like it. Um, so I'm but, all up for that. I think that sounds good. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Well, it sounds like you're committed now. So. <laughs> it's set. No, so, but yeah. Yeah, thank you, pre- gentlemen. Yeah. Do very much. Thank you for having it. me on. And and it was it was an honor that that you invited me on to do this. And I think it's really cool, guys. I, I appreciate it. And it was is uh again, it's inspiring to see people out there working and doing this. And um keep it up, guys. If I didn't call your name, uh you looked good, but you just keep it up and you'll be there. 
And last, last, I mean, we probably should have mentioned this at the top. So Travis, you do do training. I mean, that you do a lot of training right now, right? So yes, how sir. do people get a hold of you? Like if they want to have you in to teach classes or you do online coaching as well, uh, which you guys have like just heard a little bit of Travis talking about for reloads, like he'd be excellent for the online stuff. Like how do people get a hold of you for that? Yeah, the, the easiest way is just to shoot me an email at uh, travistomasi at gmail.com. And, and that's the easiest way. And, uh, uh, yeah, I would love to hear from you and, um, hopefully I can uh, get to work with y'all someday. And yeah, we'd, yeah, we'd love absolutely. to have that. Uh, we've, we've tossed around the idea, just, just beginning of tossed around the idea of having like a, uh, I guess we call it a summit. Other people call it a summit, like having like a hit factor summit, uh, we need, we oh, that's a have, cool idea. We'd have to have Travis as we'd have, probably have to go to Travis for that to happen. Uh, yeah, but yeah, <laughs> that would be that would be cool uh, no, to do something like that. Um, so, but thanks yeah. again. Like we really, really, really appreciate yeah, it. Thank you, gentlemen. It's great to be on again. Hope to be uh, s- sometime soon. Absolutely. Thanks, Travis. Thank you. Oh, stop recording. Damn it.